Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Today's topic is three personal training certifications every personal trainer should take. Uh, and I think this is especially important for beginners in the industry because the, the lifespan of a trainer you know, is only 18 months uh, and it has been for a while. So you know, the, the, the more you can save your pennies, essentially, and especially in this day and age, the, the better set you up for success. And it's learning from mistakes that James and I made in, in the past. We don't want you to make those same mistakes. James, I think you had a good analogy to start this podcast off. <laughs> can we say, are we, are we not going to offend everybody if I start saying this? So, well, you know, you might offend a couple of people, but uh, we've, all, we've all been there. We all did this, so... Exactly. We're ourselves as well. <laughs> so when you first do your personal trainer certification, you're essentially at the bottom of Mount Stupid on the Dunning-Kruger effect. And you start to scale Mount Stupid as fast as you possibly can, thinking you're going in the right direction until one day, it could be two weeks, it could be six months, it could be five years down the line, you realize, holy crap, I know nothing about what I'm doing. Everything they said to me in PT school just does not work, pretty much. And I don't know if anyone can relate to that. I certainly can do. I think I can say hands down that the PT certification I did, I thought I came out of there going, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Went to train a bunch of big burly police guys. Did not work. Didn't fly. Had to learn very quickly. 100%. I had exactly the same. I remember um, being at a party in someone's garden in summer and thinking, you know, having a chat. You know, spouting all these things I'd just learned in PT school, thinking I knew absolutely everything. And then, yeah, a few years down the line, I realized I know absolutely nothing whatsoever. <laughs> and the more I do, the more I realize I don't know. So, yeah. We all go through it. And it's not, it doesn't mean you're bad people. It's just that you have to understand. And for those who don't know what the Dunning-Kruger effect is, just Google it, please. It's, it's, mm. a, it's a very important topic and talk about your ability to understand and appreciate learning and knowing where you, where you sit, essentially on the learning scale and how you apply things. And I think you know, it's all about, you should always be learning. You should never assume yeah, yeah. that you know everything, but there is that sort of bravado at the start. You go, yeah, I know everything about PT school when you come out and you have that. It's that like young, dumb, full of cum type mentality, <laughs> essentially right at the start. I'm sure you should have said that, but I okay. Don't know, but it's like, it's that sort of mentality right at the start, isn't it? So you have that and you think, yeah, and then you climb up and then you, the more you learn, the less you know. I think that's the most important concept and that's, we're coming this over 15 years. We're, we're realizing now that once we think we know something, something changes it. It's why I'm wearing a weight vest at the moment in my, in my way of losing, trying to lose weight. Every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. And that's, that's really important. So, but it's important that you do have that personal training qualification at the start. You have to have it for legal reasons, I think, and just to have that peace of mind for insurance and all sorts of other reasons. And if you've gone to university, great, fantastic. So what we want to do is is help people overcome what they should do next because there's this there's this thing about new personal trainers and even older personal trainers they think it's a badge of honor to collect as many certifications as you can however not all certifications are practical on the, on the gym floor and also you've got to make sure you have enough money to pay for these certifications because people think certifications and badges attract clients they don't they really don't exactly what i thought yep exactly i remember uh, yeah you know, I'm not going to name any uh, certifications outright, outright specifically, but I did several when I in the first couple of years when I passed thinking, this will get me clients, this will get me clients. It never did because clients never asked, never cared what I'd done. They more wanted to know me as a person and how I could help them. It wasn't, it wasn't about the certifications that I had. 
Exactly. It really isn't. That's why we don't put any certifications list on anybody's websites that we're building at the moment because people don't read it. They don't care. They, don't re they really don't care. They want to know how you can help them. So what we're trying to do is we're saying this from a position of love. We want to help you guys overcome this. So what we say to so a lot of white belts, so those are, those are guys earning less than $2,500 a pound a month in our system, they think we need more certifications. You need to earn the right to earn more money before you invest back in certifications. So you've got to think here, the more you earn, then you can start investing back in your education, which you need to do. You really need to invest in education and keep learning. Never stop learning, never stop learning. So you have that mentality first, and then when you're in blue belt and purple belt, then you can start looking, okay, what courses am I gonna do this year? And don't try and do everything in one weekend or like multiple courses in a, in a month. You just can confuse the hell out of everything. So what we find is like limiting yourself to two or three a year and then diving in deep with those systems to then take those bits and apply them to your model. And that's the most important thing as a trainer. The beauty of fitness is such a wide scope that you can create your own systems. You can create your own style of thinking, how you approach things. So you take the best bits of every system and then mold them together to become your own. That's, that's kind of our thought process and what we've learned over the years. And we see so many people who are investing in courses right now who need actually more money into the business when they shouldn't be spending, think it's gonna attract more people. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Yeah. And it's not just about the money you spend investing in courses. It's do you then implement what you've learned on that course afterwards? And most of the time, the answer is no. So essentially, you have wasted your money. So the, the, the three we're going to mention uh, in this podcast, I think, you know, not only are they great courses, they are easy to implement within your own system of training. Uh, first one, James, precision nutrition. Yeah, let's start with nutrition. So think about your courses on nutrition when you do it in PT school. It's usually dated from 1970, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Based on the based on the government eat well plate or whatever it is in your country. Exactly. I haven't done a PT session for a long uh, class for a long time, so I, I don't know what it is right now, but it was back then anyway. So it gives you lots of advice. However, it doesn't give you any practical advice. So absolutely, one of the biggest companies in the world, Precision Nutrition, I think they're a great starting foundation for most people to do. They have a level one, they have a level two cert as well, which is more advanced. But I think level one is a great place for people who wanna start into the world of nutrition. We're not saying it's the only nutrition certification you should be doing, but it's a good starting point if you haven't got a degree in, in diet, or you're not a dietitian or anything like that at all. It's a really good place to start to understand the foundations and basics of the science behind it to give you a better perspective overall and then apply it to real practical application in working with clients. Because not every client, believe it or not, will want to count calories and macros. Here's a special message from our sponsor. Want more clients without breaking the bank on ads? Google is your ticket. Imagine being the first name clients see when they Google your services near them. Sound impossible? It's not when you've got strength matters on your side. We'll build your website and get you ranked high on Google for free. You'll save thousands on ads, web design, and SEO services, plus get a suite of business tools to help you grow your business effortlessly. All you cover is our bulletproof hosting that comes with a full 90-day money-back guarantee. Ever wonder how many new clients you're losing by not being Google's number one? Don't wonder? Act now. Now, book your free strategy call at strengthmatters.com forward slash website today. Definitely not. Definitely not. As we, as we say, one, one thing not to talk about the, at the dinner table is nutrition. And uh, what, what else? Religion and kettlebells. Don't talk about them either. <laughs> um, the next one is Mike Boyle's CFSC. We're a big fan of Mike Boyle's work, aren't we, James? Yeah, absolutely. So again, Mike 
trained thousands of athletes. It's thousands. He's, he's the coach of coaches. You know, everyone knows who he is. He's been on the Perform Better circuit for years. He's put, he was the guy who brought single leg training to the world, the masses per se. I think is the best way to put it. Our people argue that they did it before him, but either or, like he's the guy who really nailed it home and, and, and started explaining why he uses it. And there's a lot of stuff here. So it's not just the science or the way they do things. It's, it's the simplicity they deliver it and t- how they take out complexity. They've got the athlete's best interest at heart and they want to see what works and what's easy and what's simple. So by doing one of the, the level one certs with those guys, you're getting a practical application, I'd say in athletic training, I think, which is very different to bodybuilding. So I think if you're looking at everyday people that most of us as clients work with, you're going to gain more from the working with the athlete perspective and what they need to be doing and adopting it that's appropriate to your clients at their age group than you would if you went to bodybuilding. If they want bodybuilding stuff, there's, I, I don't really know any certification about bodybuilding, to be honest with you, from the top, top of my head. Uh, no, couldn't couldn't tell you one off the top of my head, uh, t- to be honest. Um, I was What I was going to say, though, if you can't afford his certification right now, get his new functional training for sports book as preparatory work, because it is a great book. Um, uh, the next one is the functional movement screen. Yep, kudos to all the guys at FMS, and you know, shout out to all these guys, actually. Yes, we may be slightly biased because we know them, However, we just know that we apply all this stuff mostly into everything that we do. So Gray, Lee, the entire team at FMS, they are the godfathers of movement, essentially. They took on the work that started off by Paul Check, and they made it systemized and standardized across the range, I think, across everything they try and do. And it's now is a huge element of testing for athletes at the high level, how you approach movement, and it's a movement-first approach. So if you're not doing a movement-first approach and you're just loading load onto this function, classic Gray Quick quote, Gray Cook quote even, you know, there's something going wrong. So they are an absolute, absolute gem of a system to understand how to apply it. Now again, each of these systems, we, take the, we use them, but we take the best bits of each and we adapt them to our own model. So let's take the FMS as an example. We absolutely believe in their fundamentals and philosophies, but we can't work with the FMS online around the world with their, their, t- their kit. We have to use variations of it. So that's how we approach it when working clients around the world. Same with Mike Boyle stuff. Some people haven't got all the equipment uh, that we need, or some of them can't even use barbells at all. So we've got to be careful what we use in those terms too. And likewise with precision nutrition, we take bits that work and bits that don't. So, but it gives us a, it's given us a practical framework to, and the most practical use we've had of any courses, I think, out there. I think that's what maybe sets these three that we're in particular that we're talking about apart. The fact that they are great courses, but we're they're so good because they allow us to pick bits from them. We don't have to use everything. They give us a framework to build off and adapt into our system. Whereas some courses you do, you'd be like, well, none of that's practical. What am I going to do with that now? But until you take it, you don't know, obviously. But these uh, these courses, yeah, you can pick bits from them and just use them. You don't have to use everything. And, and adapt into your own system of training, which I think shows how high quality they are. Exactly, and I think there's there's a potential fourth one, and I'll I'll bring this up, and I'll I'll touch the touch on the elephant in the room a little bit. Bonus content. A bonus <laughs> bit of content, and that is for people who know me, they knew me. I started doing a lot of stuff with the kettlebell world back in the day with the RKC and Strong First. Now, why do they not fit in the top three? Is because I don't think they're as holistic an approach. 
if anything, to how we approach trading. It's quite controversial. I think definitely it's a good one to do. So let's just caveat that. I think if people want to really learn the intricacies of the kettlebell, it's a great way to go down, but it can end up being a little bit dogmatic and you don't see the bigger picture of health and longevity uh, in them. So that's so you go there for the practical aspects of learning how to use kettlebells properly, integrating with them with the stuff of the FMS and the stuff that Mike Boyle has in athleticism and then tying into precision nutrition and then you've got a good system. So that's a fourth one, but it doesn't make the top three, unfortunately. Yeah, no, absolutely. Remember the kettlebell is just a tool, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is not sent down from God on high. Uh, indeed, so those are precision nutrition, uh, Mike Boyle's CFSC and... Um, what was the what was the third one fms there we go almost forgot that the the fms uh so we highly recommend those three courses um that is it for today please don't forget to rate review and subscribe and if you want to find out more about our system of training go to strengthmatters.com forward slash system